12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Stories welcomes you to Otherworld Seattle, a story-heavy, rules-light, Call of Cthulhu actual play. And now, our keeper, Wes Otis. Welcome to Otherworld Seattle, episode number 18. I am Wes Otis, and I've got some great players here. Let's start with Pooja. Hi, I'm Pooja, and I am playing Mira Rao, who is really suddenly very invested in a budding romance that has nothing to do with her. Hi, y'all. Jay Holtham here, playing Sean Charles, erstwhile video store clerk and increasing professional ghost buster. Uh, and trying to not add demon hunter or bait to that resume. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis. I'm playing Maribel Ochoa, who right now is uh, incredibly apprehensive. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Saint, and I'm playing Bailey, who, along with not wanting to become a demon hunter just yet, is also like, who me? Crush? Who me? Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Mac, and I am playing Cecil Mulgrove, and I actually am playing Cecil Mulgrove this time. Huh, how, how novel. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since you've been a whole episode as yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've done a great job, by the way, switching between yeah, yes. all of these people. It's yes. been amazing. <laughs> you've been four different people. So yeah. you were <laughs> Ethel, then you were, yeah, the list goes on Five. and on. If Five. If you count Ethel. If you count Ethel, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com, spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. Let's get started with our recap. In the last episode, Cecil had woken up as Bacon, and you all went over to Madame Peach's She said, nope, it's not a possession, and you're going to have to figure out some way to get Bacon to go back to the subconscious, I think. You know, you had a few different ideas, mallets. I threw out talking to Gabriel or the Men in Black. But what really saved the day was pot smoke. You all took (laughs) Cecil back to Sean's, and you tried to smoke bacon out i guess smoked bacon is always good Mm. (laughs) and it works because it allowed cecil the opportunity to talk to bacon and get him to give back cecil's body if that's confusing to you try being me (laughs) (laughs) i've been juggling a lot anyway so cecil is now back in control but she also wants to find out what really happened if Bacon's actually dead and there's been a few ideas thrown around about possibly talking to somebody that deals with death, be it Karen or Hades or somebody else in the Osiris or anybody, anybody on the phone that you can give a call. Not the cat, just to be clear. Oh, come on. (laughs) So you all are being followed, at least Sean is being followed from what you can tell by the Night Gaunts. And you found out that their leader wants to talk to Freedom Waves. And her name is Lilith. And that sent off a whole bunch of alarm bells from all of you. And then Bailey, Maribel, and Mira, meanwhile, went over to her house where Emily was having tea with one of her models that was working on her latest project, Mark. And Mark parlayed a conversation about Emily's next gallery event 
into a, hey, you want to go with me? I'll take you with. Why don't you come with me to this opening? And she very awkwardly said yes while retreating into her room. (laughs) So now she has a date with a model to go to a gallery opening. So we're going to actually open up at Sean's and Cecil's been basically living there now for a few weeks anyway, because raccoons see season one. So (laughs) you get off the phone with Freedom Waves and you have the conversation you did with Cecil and suddenly there's a knock on the door. Well, that can't be good. No, that probably is not good. Yeah. I mean, unless you ordered more pizza, but I'm thinking that probably didn't happen. Yeah. No, no, almost definitely not. Cool. I guess I'll go look through the peephole, being very quiet to pretend that I'm not here. The guy outside is well-dressed. He's not overdressed. And he's got on black, thick, black-rimmed glasses. Uh, He's got on a T-shirt that it's probably like a mud honey T-shirt with a flannel over the top of it. And so your guess, Sean, is if he's got a mud honey shirt on, he's probably a local. Does he look like too perfect though no he looks like a person he's got on glasses and looks like a normal human being he's not look like he's like just bought these things recently no no then i don't recognize him nope i am just gonna creep back away from the door okay do you need a stealth roll on that no you creep back a few moments later you hear a knock nope not opening the door so after a few moments, a envelope slides underneath your door frame, and then he leaves. I will wait until he's very firmly away, and then I will use my foot to pull the envelope a little bit closer. Okay. And does it have anything written on it? It just has your name on it. I will pick it up gently. Okay. Gingerly. Mm-hmm. And walk it back into the room with Cecil. All right. And say, so some rando dude... Apparently just slipped this under my door. Cool. That's not at all suspicious or worrisome at all. What kind of an envelope are we looking at? Just a regular envelope. Does it look like it's got a lot in there or just like a letter? No, it looks like a letter. Yeah. And the the name is handwritten on it? Yeah. It's not sealed. Or is it sealed? No, it's not sealed. Okay, so I guess... Man, I've really damaged you all if this is... (laughs) I've really damaged you all. (laughs) All right, I guess I'll open it. And, like, like Cecil's going to sort of wince for a second while you're opening it. (laughs) Who hurt you? Wes? Wes hurt me. (laughs) There's a business card in there, and I'm going to assume you pick it up. Yeah. The business card is for a Brian Pickman, and it is from the local paper, Strange Seattle. You know that they do a lot of stuff with, like, ghosts and things like that, a lot of different paranormal things. So, and that's all it is. It's a card with his name. It does say on the back, Dear Sean, call me, have an offer. What do you think, Cecil? I mean... My ass is broke, so any kind of offer for the work we're doing sounds good, but at the same time, I don't trust anyone or anything. Neither do I, and it doesn't say anything about an offer for work. It doesn't say, it just says he has an offer. Could be like an offer we can't refuse. Exactly. Situation. Listen, he could be a god, he could be working for a god, he could be part of a cult, I don't know. All I'm going to say is if we dial that number, let's not do it from your place. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait a little while. You want to wait a little while and then go somewhere and call? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll call Bailey. All right. Find out what's going on. Okay. Bailey and the three of you are still at the house hiding in the room, I guess. I mean, or what are you guys doing? Well, Maribel wanted to take a shower and... I wanted to just, like, check on the status. I've also been hurt by Wes, so I don't know what he's done with my place. Uh, so I wanted to make sure it was still standing. Your place seems fine. Mirabelle's in the shower, and you and Mira are in your room, just hanging out when the phone starts ringing. Okay, definitely. I'll pick it up. Hello? Hey, Bailey, it's Sean. Oh, how are you doing? Still safe? Please say you're safe. So far, so good. So far, so good. Some random dude came here and dropped off a card for some guy named Brian Pickman at The Strange. 
It says something about having an offer for us. For us? Like, addressed to us? It's addressed to me, and he says he has that offer, but I, I don't know. Does Bailey know anything about the strange? You've heard of them. I mean, you've all heard of them before. They're kind of considered a tabloid kind of situation. I know that Cecil probably is the one with the most interest in them because there's where she gets most of her regular news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Is it as bad as the weekly world news or? It's up there. The vampire babies and that whole kind of thing. Got it. You know. And did this guy, was there a title for him on the card? It's an owner. Owner. And it was your basic 1990s cheap. I got this printed at Kinko's. Yeah. So we're not talking like American Psycho. Does Sean have a computer? In 1993, I might have a word processor. Well, if you've been staying with Sean a while, would you have brought your gear? Let's do a luck roll on it. We'll see if if Cecil's brought her gear over there. Oh, God, my luck sucks. I did not. No, you don't have a computer where you're at, but you all are on the phone. What do you fill each other in on? Phil Bailey and also on the Lilith thing and the amount of bad that that feels like. It does feel very, very bad. Very bad. Yep. I told Freedom to get the heck out of town. Sounds like a call. Do you have like a plan to check in if he's safe? Is he going to call you? No? No. I'm going to call him in a couple of days. Okay. Well, that's as good as anything. We're safe over here. Thank goodness. So nothing supernatural or yeah, nothing even just regular human style shady. Like it's, it's quite nice. So I'm coming out of the shower and I go, is that Sean on the phone? Yeah. Bailey has a date. What? (laughs) Is this? Don't even, that unimportant. That feels pretty important. It's going to be great. It's not even... He's taking her to an art show. An art show? It's to support Emily, so I just wanted to be a good friend uh, and tenant. And who's this guy? Oh, he's model. a model! Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, look, I don't know if I'll be alive tomorrow, so I... Well, I'm just... All the more reason to go out on a date with a model? I guess that kind of backfired Wait, on me. Wait, who's got a date with a model? She just sits down on the floor. <laughs> it's I'm gonna hand the phone to, to Mira. <laughs> hey, so did I hear Lilith? Yeah, yeah. So apparently the the person uh, behind the night gaunts is named Lilith. Oh no. Yeah, that was my feeling exactly. So I told Freedom to get out of town. Then we got this card from this guy, Brian Pickman, at The Strange. Cecil suggested calling him not from my home phone, which I appreciate. So maybe when you guys are done, we'll all meet at the diner. I think there's a payphone there. And I can call him and at least find out what he wants and make sure that he's cool. Yeah, well, just once Bailey stops hyperventilating, mm-hmm. we can head out. <laughs> Sounds good. Just meditating. Bailey, don't worry. I mean, it can't be nearly as bad as, like... Like, Mark's not a ghost, so he won't try to take over your body for his real love. I can't. I I mean, that's sound logic, to be honest. And, you know, if he's not your type, you can just go out with next year's model. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> next level tattoo. <laughs> Bailey reacts to that, even though it wasn't diegetic. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a shiver and a cringe. Um, I'm really sorry. I just couldn't help it. <laughs> it's funny. Like, thank you, Mira. Before you all leave, as you're heading out of the back, Mark has left and Emily comes up and hands you his phone number and says, here's his phone number. I had to talk to him. He's a nice boy and you should have a good time. Glad you're going to be able to come. It's going to be good to have you there. Yes. Um, and Bailey just didn't even think about phone numbers. She was just like, I said yes, so it will happen, right? Yeah. So. Uh, Don't worry, I noticed that and took care of it. So here's his yeah. number. Thank, thank you so much, Emily. You, you've you tolerated so much. Uh, and uh, okay, you said he's nice, right? Is yeah, he... he's a good kid. Okay. 
I, you know, it's just been, been meeting a lot of weird people lately, and it's hard to feel comfortable. Shows up on time for work, always reliable, seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, doesn't talk about, you know, how you can sense when guys are talking about women, whether or not they're right. Uh, he seems right. He doesn't seem like he's a, you know, a bad person for a date. Uh, okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> I trust you. So, yes, thank you so much. Bailey's like, what the f- What did I just agree to? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> well, you all are heading out, and Emily says bye, and you meet up together at the diner. And Sean, are you ready to make that phone call? All right. I'm going to go make this phone call from the phone booth in the back. I'm talking to them. I'm going to keep an eye on the door. I'll let you know what happens. You go back and you you call up the number. The receptionist answers. Hi, thank you for calling Strange Seattle. Hi, my name is Sean Charles, and someone named Brian Pickman left me his card. Oh, Mr. Charles, we've been waiting for your phone call. Let me patch you into him right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Music plays for a second. Brian answers the phone. Hi, this is uh, Brian. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I got your little note here. How did you find where I lived? Well, it wasn't easy. I've been trying to get in touch with any one of you. Uh, I talked with Freedom, uh, like, I want to say a week or two ago, uh, about the film. I had seen you guys took some footage of a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. And it was incredible. Incredible work. And anyway, I was interested in seeing if I could possibly hire you to do some more work. Uh, I will take pictures or video or whatever you can get. And it's even better if you can write up a few thousand words on it. And uh, I'd be willing to pay for your services if you're... The video you guys did was, was quite incredible. You did a great job on that. Is there any way you all could come by our office and sit down and have a conversation? All right. Well, let me talk to my compatriots. Let's just see how they feel about it. Just so I can give them more information, what sort of pay are you offering for this kind of work? Well, it really depends on what's being brought in. But if we buy something from you, the minimum would be about how many people are in your uh, team? Five. Five, okay. I think I could do the minimum 500 a person for a story. And then if it's more, we can negotiate. So if there's pictures or video, and if it's something really amazing, like the Bigfoot thing, we could go up from there. All right. When's the best time for us to come by your office? Uh, anytime that's good for you, I'm always here because we're always working on the next edition and I can always make time to talk with you all. And uh, yeah, just come on by. All right. Well, thank you. I'll be in touch. Okay, great. And so I'll come back and relay that information. 500 a piece? Whoa. Apparently. I, so wait, they, that's like my dream job. It is? Yeah, I get, it's, anyway, I gotta get the truth out there. That's so important. I mean, I'm with you. I think this is great. I'm just concerned that it's too great. Ah, yeah. I guess we need to... How do we check this? I mean, we did know that this film might get us noticed. We did. And that was that was the whole point. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it would be nice to, you know, make some money that doesn't rely on my parents. Yeah. And if it's a way that we can expose the truth, and I mean, that needs to come first. That's what The Strange does. All right. All right. So we all want to go down there and check it out? Yeah. I, yeah, that's a seems like a cool move. I guess we just need to keep an eye out for bikers. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we've got a little bit before we can call Themis back to find out anything. Yeah, let's give Themis some more time. So, all right. I mean, I guess we might as well go on over there now. He said drop by anytime. Okay. Okay. You head on over there. Let me just check something real quick. Uh-oh. I know, right? It's my reaction, too. This is why we're damaged, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check something real yeah. quick. Rattles, dice. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming we already picked up the family truckster. Yes. Oh, yeah, wait. 
Oh, Jeez, that's very yeah. true. You guys left the family truckster over there. You've been using cabs. That's right. So we should pick up the family truckster at least along the way. Yeah. So let's go pick up the truckster now then, sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, pressing. <laughs> so you pick up the car and then you head over to the office building where Strange Seattle is. And you walk in in the... Secretary, probably 20. You introduce yourselves and she goes, okay, no problem. And Brian comes out and it's the same dude that knocked on your door. Okay, that's a good sign, I guess. Thank you all for coming. Let's uh, go in my office and talk. And there's a couch and a couple of chairs. And he goes, I have to ask, how was it seeing Bigfoot in person? Unreal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super unreal. Bad. Just, but, to, but I just, and, uh, and you can tell that Cecil's getting a little flustered because this is like her fangirl moment, you know, and just the reporting that you do. And just, it's so nice to be recognized for, for what we're trying to do in getting the truth out there. And I just, thank you. I just, I'll stop talking. Sorry. She's a big fan. Well, I'm a big fan of what you all are doing. This is good stuff that you've recorded. And I don't know if you've been following the Squatcher movement, but since your little video hit the uh, airwaves, there has been a uptick in hunting for more glimpses of the Sasquatch. But so far, no one's been able to find him So or her. It was a him, right? It was definitely a him. If I remember, I remember there was a lot of pixelation on on their black Mm -hmm. bar. Did they miss the part where he was eating people? Look, I've seen a lot of strange things in my life. And even with all the danger in the world, they'll go up and try to find weird stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, those ravens ate all those guys. People should not go looking for it. Well, I mean, they're searching for an escaped tiger right now, ate some woman over on the east side, so... I heard about that. Yep. Yeah. That's... Yep. You know, you never know when some animal is going to catch you and eat you. Yes. (laughs) You do not. (laughs) Indeed. Anyway, I would love to have you guys as, uh, you know, free agents, basically. If you find something that you want to sell to me... And you come in with pictures or video and maybe write up a little bit about what the thing is. I'm very interested in your cryptozoology, as it were. And, and what about your archives and resources? Are, are we going to have any access to that? Sure. If you need it, we have lots of stuff. You can go through all of our stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the stuff we run is not necessarily... It's not as vetted as well as your video. I believe in everything we put out, but sometimes some of the stories come in and it doesn't have the backing that your video does. But you're more than welcome to look at anything you want if it helps you maybe give you a lead to something. Good to know. Good to know. I mean, do you have any current leads that you're interested in getting chased down? Anything that you've been hearing about? There's a couple of things. We heard that there are small earthquakes near the old Holy Roast. It was a coffee bar. We know pretty it. popular. Yeah, oh, okay. We know it. Yeah. There's there's little earthquakes going on around it for some reason. No one knows what's going on, but shakes will happen every once in a while. Let's see what else. There's a biker gang in town that seems to pop up everywhere recently, but that's, I mean, they've they've got a weird name, Night Gaunts, but, so we're keeping an eye on it, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know, um, unless they do something really supernatural, we're not really, we're, like I said, we're keeping an eye on it. Yep. Let's see. There's the tiger thing. Maribel is just trying to suppress the hysterical laughter at this yep, point exactly. <laughs> of everything he's talking about, like, and the ridiculousness of all of it. And she's like, she's just tr- like trying to not giggle in church. She's just like, <laughs> there's a guy at the Seattle museum claiming that he's Herodotus and it keeps asking passerbyers questions that one. Cause he's literally dressed like Herodotus. He's got hmm. 
the robes and everything. Yep. So there's that. We have been getting stories about a possible vampire infestation. We've actually covered that one before. It popped up about 15 years ago and we did a whole story on it. And then, you know, there's always stuff going on in the tunnels, people disappearing. We've had a lot of people, the cops say they go down there and check things out. Nothing ever happens. Can't trust the cops. Nope. No, you can't because, you know, they're human and they lie. So if they're on the take, then there's not really much you can do. And I know, I know that there's men in black around the city. I've seen them. I've seen the Cadillacs running around. It's not 1972 anymore. I see them. So, but yeah, that's all the stuff that's been kind of happening. All right. That's a lot of stuff. Well, we'll hit the streets. I mean, if you, you know, come across anything, if you get a, a, a strong lead on something you want us to check out, uh, just give a call and leave a message on my machine. Sure, no problem. Like I said, you can take a look at our archives. We've got a lot of microfiche back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss microfiche. Me too. <laughs> it was like being in your own little like viewing thing with the like. Mm-hmm. It was. I loved it. Uh, so yeah, he rattled off pretty much a lot of the shit that you guys been involved in. <laughs> many things, many things, and some things that we have yeah. not been and would not like to be. <laughs> some things that we have been and would not like to be. Yes, also Indeed. that. Though, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see if Herodotus is legit. I was thinking about that. That might be fun. Yeah, that one piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, he he has to do with history, so it makes sense, like, that... Oh, crap. If history's out of order... He could actually be Herodotus. We should go check that out. I guess, uh... Well, I was originally going to say, let's not take on any more things today. But <laughs> <laughs> that is rather started. pressing. Yeah, I mean, is, it, is it morning? I've, I've, I've Actually, lost I've track lost already. Track time. <laughs> it's like we're just in it's a hate. Just after lunch, but, you know, we're not we're not looking at that. That's a, that is pressing. If they've got archives and stuff, like, Cecil, do you want to investigate the men in black here? Do you think they'd have, like, good information? Oh, hell yeah, I do. I mean, I'll take whatever I can get. We're just going to keep calling them the men in black. I mean, we know they're aliens, right? They've got to be aliens. Maybe. Aliens or robots or alien robots. It could also be a combination of things. You know that there's this interconnectivity between the lizard people and aliens already. So, I mean, like... Yeah, or more god stuff. The funny part is, is at the beginning of the game, at the beginning of Otherworld Seattle, all of you could have said, Cecil, you're being crazy. No. Now... You can't. <laughs> now, now, now Cecil's a prophet. <laughs> so, okay. This is one of those situations again. Are Mira and Cecil going to hang out and look through stuff? Are you guys going to separate? Are you going to check out different things? What's the plan? I mean, yeah, let's separate. Let's, uh, Bailey, let's go grab the camera and see if we can get an interview with this Herodotus. Yeah. You want to come, Maribel? Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll go and you guys do your research and let us know what you find. Yeah. I mean, Cecil's basically in Candyland right now. So I'm just going to stay here with Cecil then. Well, if you want to leave, you can. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just like in character. This is just like that point where Bear is like, this this oh, went so well last like, time. Stay alone. Honest. Honest. Yeah. Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said I was sorry. Well, you're not in a tunnel this time, so that should help. There are other people around. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Escapes are clearly marked. Yep. (laughs) And she's not possessed. So far. All right. So um, let's start with uh, the three. You head over to the museum. And sure enough, there is a man out front in sandals with long white robes. A beard. He looks like he's about 60 and he's got a, a walking stick. And every woman that walks by, he goes, Are you Maribel? And they're all kind of uh, looking at him oddly. Oh boy. Oh, uh, Are you Maribel? <laughs> Madam, are you like, Maribel? Go how, ahead. How do you want to handle this? It's all I'll go you. talk to him. All right. Has anyone I'm, told you your tongue is weird? I don't like speaking it. I'm, I'm Maribel. You're a Maribel. 
Oh, good. I am Maribel. Oh, finally. You know how hard it is to find you? This city is huge. It, it is. I am Herodotus. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Herodotus. I am very glad to meet you, young lady. These are my friends, Sean and Bailey. Hello, Sean. Hello, Bailey. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. So, we need to talk. You were the last one to be around Chloe, correct? Yes. And we need a new muse of history, obviously. You've heard of that, right? Yes. Themis told me. Well, you were friends with Chloe, and you're a woman, so I think that those things are enough to really make you the right person. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ancient wow. Greece. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know she's just like, wow. Well, I have about a million questions before I say yes. All right, proceed. Will I get any free time? Free time? Well, I noticed that Chloe was working constantly and I, I am human. I have friends, I have a family. I don't want to be working 24 seven. Well now see, if you become a muse, you're no longer human. You become immortal uh, to a point and you become basically the aspiration of every historian to walk the earth. And isn't that in itself payment enough for such a, an honor as to hold together the fabric of history, to sit on the shoulders of literal titans, to be able to tell mortal history in a way that no other can. That's all well and good, but it just sounds like, um, what do they call it when you're employed, but they don't pay you and you can't get out of it? Um, there's, a, there's a word for that. <laughs> oh, you'll get paid. Of course you'll be paid. Mm-hmm. Go on. Well, I mean, the biggest payment's immortality. I mean, how many humans get to... I died. I'm only back... I'm literally back to find you, and then I have to go back down to Hades. Now, of course, I, being Herodotus, I'm glad for that because I was able to get into the Elysium fields and, you know, I, I did pretty well for myself and had a plan and I stuck to it and the gods really enjoyed what I did. Maybe someday I'll get that villa I want on the hill to the, you know. Anyway, the point is, is that you will be able to be immortal and help your people. You're Greek, right? No. <laughs> You're not? I'm Mexican. Well, where's, what's Mexican? It's oh, like boy. Greek, just different <laughs> place. Uh, Is it near Mesopotamia? No. It's in a part of the world you didn't know existed yet. Past Oceania? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's fascinating. Deep down, all humans are the same. Yes. Uh, very true. Very, very true. So. Very true. Very true. So I assumed that you all were Egyptian. Am I wrong? Yeah, not locally. Yeah. Okay. The world has changed a lot in the last 3,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. It does that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's just amazing. Anyway, the point is, is that you would be helping humanity. Well... I will think about it, but you still didn't answer my question. What question was that, dear? Do I get days off? Mm, no. See, keeping history, especially so much history, in check, I mean, it's what? What year is it? 1993. We've gone backwards? What? There's this whole, you know, <laughs> since so much time has passed... Even the way we count is different. How can it's, that be possible? It is. But we should just focus on what's happening with our dear friend Maribel, because it's a tough decision. She probably needs some some time. Should we go take a, a break and think about some stuff, maybe? Yeah. That is acceptable, though don't wait too long. They don't know how long 
history will be able to hold itself together. In the meantime, I've been sleeping next to that bus stop over there, and I'm a little tired of those arrangements. Is there some place I can go, a, a bathhouse or maybe a brothel nearby that I could sleep Another at for a few days? Yeah. No. Brothel or a bathhouse? Those are not really things in that way. So I guess you could come to my house. <laughs> oh, well, that would be wonderful. I would appreciate that. So sure. nice of you, Sean. Don't mind so my nice favorite. What else were we going to do? I don't have money no, to come to hotel. I know. It's just I'm admiring you for your self-sacrifice. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, so you take Herodotus back to your uh, place, Sean? (laughs) Bailey's like, show him your weed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. He walks in and he says, this is amazing. When you flick on the light, he goes, is that that magic? How do you do that? (sighs) There's a lot to catch you up on. Of course, of course. Go take a shower. You do not smell well. Um, And we'll, we'll cover it after. Oh, excellent. I shall go forth and bathe. And he disappears into your You're probably going to have to show him how that works. Yeah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> Not it. And I put oh, my finger on my nose. <laughs> he'll sort it. At some point you hear Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> and just water splashing. He better not yeah, be in there. Water <laughs> I hope not, but you know. Uh, let's flip back over to Mira and Cecil. You have literally tons of filing cabinets full of records and stuff dating back to the early 70s. You know, literally 70, 71. Uh, when the strange Seattle started. So why don't we do library use, which I can't believe that we got to this many episodes and this has not (laughs) happened yet. (laughs) So bad at it. Uh, I'm okay at it. Uh, It's, yeah. Mm. (laughs) So give give us a roll. (laughs) No. Oh, I got, no. No, damn it, no. Okay, you're looking through all the stuff, you really can't find anything, and then, Cecil, you come across a picture of what you think is Mira's dad, and it says, local vampire hunter kills four vampires, and it has him standing there with a bandolier of wood stakes. <laughs> and it looks like it's from like 1980. You want to say 1980 or 1979. So I think your pops might be in a little deeper than you thought originally. And I'm going to hand the photo over to Mira. And he's got a real surprised look on his face. Like the photographer caught him at a point that he didn't realize. He's sporting the Magnum P.I. mustache of the time, just kind of shocked that the picture has been taken. But yeah, it looks like your dad. Oh, just a couple vampires a year, they said. (laughs) Like, oh, we just have to make sure that the dead stay dead, they said. Oh, sorry. You weren't around right then. So my parents know all about stuff. Cool. That's weird. Yeah. You're telling me. But I'm keeping this. But also kind of cool, and now I really want to ask them a lot of questions. Oh, no, we will, because I'm keeping this as blackmail. (laughs) Next time they ask me if I'm going to get a pager, it's on. (laughs) Oh, maybe we could interview him. Sorry, it's actually really exciting. Um, uh, let's, Let's keep digging. Yeah, yeah. I will say that you do find some stuff on the Men in Black, But if you really want to find, like, more juicy stuff, you're going to have to stay here for a while and really dig through it. Cecil has no problem with this. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Mira, do you want to hang out? And I'll keep looking because... Okay, sounds good. So, uh, we'll flip back over. About 20 minutes goes by and the bathroom door comes swinging open and all the steam comes rolling out. And Herodotus and all of his 
non-robed glory comes out of the bathroom says that was wonderful i enjoyed that thoroughly great come close what <laughs> the towels you know what? did you not see I, i'm well, gonna give him some sweatpants and a t-shirt and some boxers put these on all right but they're they're so restricting just put them on all right what what made you so embarrassed i don't understand we don't do a lot of nudity here yeah we're not used to people just yes. walking around Plus naked the weather here you're not gonna like it either so let's just keep it center mass covered up at least yep all right well if that's the custom of this weird land i shall stick let's with it. it that's fine so what are you all gonna do with Herodotus? Like, what's the plan? <laughs> Did not see this know. happening at all. So, I mean, listen, he couldn't stay out there. So I'm just gonna be like, listen, there's some food in the fridge. Fridge. The the big white box over there. All right. Don't leave the door open. Just take what you want and then close it. The ferrets around. He won't be any problem. And here's the television. Television. I, I do not on. know. A magical box. Yep. Yep. Just let the magical box do all the talking. And uh, here's some old pizza. And Bailey, Maribel, let's go. Yeah. Before you leave, who is this Jerry Springer on your magical box? Are we sure you don't want to change the channel? Is that a horse? Just keep watching. (laughs) I'm afraid. (laughs) We're going to come back to a monster. Probably. All right, so you leave Herodotus alone in your apartment watching Jerry Springer in sweatpants and a t-shirt. <laughs> Excellent. Just free in the house, just running around. Okay. Just free in the house. Still not the weirdest thing <laughs> going on. <laughs> Where do the three of you want to go next then, now that you've taken care of Herodotus? We should go back to the strange and collect Cecil and Mira, and I don't know, Maribel, you should probably fill them in on what's going on with you. Yeah, I, and I tell them all about the whole Muse history and yada, yada, yada. I still haven't decided yet. Okay. Mira, do you show them the picture of your dad with a 80s stash and a bandolier of wooden stakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody needs to know that they're lying, lying McGuire faces. <laughs> They are lying in the faces. It's pretty cool. Also, it's kind of, I think my dad was cool, which. It's pretty cool. Like yeah. my, I, I don't, doesn't compute, but you know. Um, question or more of a comment, really. Brian mentioned that there's a vampire, rumors of vampires yes. around. Yeah. It feels like if I were a bunch of vampires coming back into town after 20 years. I might have some issues with the guy who killed a bunch of vampires. Yeah. It's undeniable. Probably. So maybe we should talk to your folks about that at some point. Not necessarily right now. Yeah. I'll tell them tonight when I go home. I just was hoping we'd find something about those mm-hmm. men in black. Oh, you're going to. You're, you well, just. I'm here. Oh, can yeah. I, take a, can I, I got. Shot yeah, over? go for it. Everybody that's here, library. give me a. Uh, I also was thinking, use. could we not use our occult? Uh, I mean, skill. if I could use my occult to do this, it would be on. Okay. It doesn't make right. sense. Unfortunately, that's not what this is. Draw out knowledge. I did not okay. do very well. All right, what's my library? Now you can use your luck, remember. I'm not going to use my luck. <laughs> I'm not using 34 points of luck on this, no. <laughs> All right. My first roll, fill out the table. I have a small mat today. All right. Second roll is 15 under my 30. Nice. Excellent. Nice. nice. At first, all of you are thinking that it's in alphabetical order, but it, it's not. It's obviously been thrown in by kind of what year it happened in. And then also what the weirdness factor was you're seeing. So... The weirder that the situation was, the closer to the front of the filing cabinet it is. Basically, it's all messed up. There's no Dewey Decimal System going on here. But you hit the mother load. There have been several sightings of Men in Black going back to the 60s. There's even a story of Hendrix 
getting a car ride from one of them before he entered the army, that kind of situation. So way back, a long time ago, and there are pictures of them throughout. There always seems to be this, like there's pictures, but they're kind of blurry a little bit. Like there's something off about when they get full on pictures of the people, their faces don't quite make sense. But one address keeps coming up over and over again. It's this place that is pretty close to UW, uh, an old building out there that used to be a library, but it looks like it got abandoned probably in the 60s from what you can tell. And there seems to be a lot of activity, a lot of pictures of them from that area, though people have gone in and not found anything in there. Right. I relay all of it to the to the fellas. You're not withholding anything these days. <laughs> um, yeah, so are we thinking this might be our next spot to check out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. That seems reasonable. Yeah, maybe do some, some legwork there. Now, do we want to wait till Themis contacts us? Well, we were supposed to call her back, right? Yeah, but like in a day or two. Well, Something she said like this that. afternoon. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Listen, why don't we go to your parents? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. And you can talk to them about, you know, the vampire situation. Still can't believe my dad was a vampire hunter. And then they lecture me about responsibility. Well, hunting vampires is pretty responsible. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs your logic here. Okay, okay, all right, fine, whatever. But yeah, we'll go there, we'll call Themis from your folks, and then we'll go to UW. Okay. You head over to the mortuary and your mom is upstairs as usual. They're getting ready for a viewing probably in a couple of hours and your dad's downstairs and she goes, oh, hi. I'm so glad to see you all. How are you all doing? Good. All right. Doing good. Uh, Mama, uh, I need to talk to you and Papa. Okay. First of all, I got a new job, like a part-time thing. Okay. Well, what about your job here? You know, it's just a branching out a little bit. Also, I have information for you and Papa from my job. Okay. I mean, we can talk about this later. It's kind of important. But you... Well, no, I mean about you taking on another job. I mean, look, your, your, your sister has her career going and we're getting older and this place needs to keep going, I you mean, know? I mean, it shouldn't we were... be a problem. I mean, half of this job just deals with the stuff that's already going on with me anyway. With all of us. Except now we might get paid for it. Okay. All right. Well, let, let me get your father up here. She yells down to your dad to come up. Comes up. He goes, I have a viewing in two hours. What? So, Papa, um, uh, the vampires are back in town. Okay. Yes. I know. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because, you know, I found this at my job. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> you know, I told them not to take a picture of me. Obviously, they didn't listen. I know they didn't. I just didn't think they kept it. I had to talk to a lawyer to keep it out of the press. Hmm. Anyway. Um, you're here to work, right? We've got a corpse to get ready. Actually, we have to talk to our lawyer. You have a lawyer? Do you remember Themis? Oh, yeah, the tall woman. I remember her. Because there's some other stuff going on that might impact, you know, my other job, but also just us in general. But really, you're okay? Like, the vampires can't get to you? Don't go grocery shopping. I've been dealing with vampires for a long time, as you can tell. Yes, I see this. Anyway. Very classic mustache. What are you in? It was the 80s. We all had that mustache. Look, what are you all into? I mean, really, you had an ambassador here a few days ago. Obviously, you're getting into things that you shouldn't be. These are dangerous people you're dealing with. Yes, we know that. These things are more like pulling us in. We're not actively seeking any of this. Yeah, we're just going on about our business and people are getting involved in our business. Literally just show up wherever yeah. we are all the time. I just want to nap. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom says, well, this wasn't what we wanted for you. This is really dangerous for you to be involved with this kind of thing. It feels like it's more dangerous for me to pretend it doesn't exist. 
now that they're aware that I exist. I'm not saying you should pretend it doesn't exist. Look, Mama, I know. I know. But unfortunately, I mean, there's nothing we can do to, like, turn back the clock. Well, we at least need to get you, you know, protected. And your dad goes, yeah, yeah, all right, come downstairs, guys. Please tell me this is a training montage. Yes, I want it. I want it so <laughs> That's bad. what I was hoping for. <laughs> also, the idea that, like, they hadn't been training me for the last, you know, at least seven years. If they want me to take over the family business, when were they going to tell me about the vampires? Huh? Huh? When you started acting more responsible. By then, I could be, like, 40. They, they, were, <laughs> they were painfully aware of that. <laughs> So you all walk downstairs and he says, all right, you have to at least be in the right gear to be able to protect yourselves. And he presses a tile on one of the walls and the far wall in the back of the prep room opens up and there's another room that you've never seen before beyond it with guns and tons of flak jackets and a bunch of weapons and everything else and a lot of stakes. And he goes, all right, come in here. Cecil lets out a little squeak of joy. <laughs> wow. I'm just Bailey's open mouthed. I'm like, do we get to get any badass tattoos? Only if you actually kill a vampire do you get van- the tattoos. And you all can get tattoos if you like. Not you. <laughs> Pointing at Mira. (laughs) That is a bridge too far. (laughs) Mira never told her parents about the tattoos she already got. (laughs) Basically, he says, I will, you know, he'll outfit you with real gear. He will train you how to use some stuff. So definitely a little bit of a montage will happen. And once the training is done, he'll say, I've dealt mainly with vampires my entire career. Your best friend's the library. It's got a ton of stuff, spells, different things that you can do, incantations, to be able to ward off a lot of the problems that you're having. At the library? Just like regular books? No, they're occult books that you have to ask very nicely to see and wear white gloves to use, but they're there. I have a few things here. Huh. And just so you know, vampires are affected by religious symbols of all types because, of course, they are. They come from all different parts of the world. So you don't have to worry about, you know, if you're Christian or not. But having some sort of belief helps, whatever that is. Let's see what else. Stakes through the heart kills most things. Be careful. Don't kill a human. Had a friend that did that. Really messed him up for a long time had to quit so just make sure you're dealing with a vampire if they're trying to bite into your neck if they don't cast a reflection that kind of thing it's okay stake at that point if not just don't make a mistake okay (coughs) so (laughs) that's legal because it's a dad saying something (laughs) so if you need anything that I can help with, I will be more than glad to help you with. How do you feel about doing an interview? <laughs> Not in a million years. <laughs> well, you can't you can't blame me for asking. We had to ask. I understand. Thank you, Papa. If you need anything, just let us know. Love you too, Papa. All right, so where do you all want to go? First we need to call Themis, and then I guess men in black. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah. Cool. So you call Themis, and she sounds a lot better. Hey, how's it going? Good. Who's on the phone? It's Themis. No, I meant, like, who's talking to Themis? Uh, we're on a speaker. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. We're all good here? All right, so this is a bad news situation. The Nikons are being led by a creature called Lilith. You've probably heard of her before. Uh, she is basically like causing human suffering as much as possible. She's the reason that there's vampires coming back into Seattle. She can create them. She sometimes snacks on babies. Oh, God. She's, uh, yeah, she's a peach, if as it were. Okay. Anyway, so she is the head of this Nightgaunt situation. Now, 
this is actually a good bit of news for me to figure out to kind of puts the puzzle together a little bit. I, she is constantly fighting with the messenger God that we've been talking about. Constantly fighting. That's probably why he's in town is because he hates her. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, don't get in between the two of them if they're in the same room kind of situation. But that at least gives you an idea of why he's here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we were just incidental. I don't know about that. He doesn't do anything on a whim. So I don't know if it's incidental. And you guys, you guys keep getting in front of the train accidentally. And, you know, so I don't know. I'm, I can't say for sure that you're incidental. Uh, has he shown up since? No, not obviously. Well, then, I mean, maybe. But, Mm. yeah, so that's the connection there. That's what I was able to find out. Anything else going on? Well, Herodotus got in touch with me. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And how is Herodotus doing? Showered. Yeah, we got him to shower. Oh, okay. He's an interesting sort. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been dead for 5,000 years. I know. Yeah. We we, we yeah. took that into account. Where is Herodotus? He's at Sean's place right now. Doing stuff? Watching television and eating pizza. We hope. Yeah. Oh, oh. We assume. Okay, so look, Sean, I'm going to send somebody over to pick him up. Okay. He can hang on to the sweatpants. <laughs> you don't. You got him to put on pants? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. We'll pick him up. That's something you shouldn't have to worry about. Uh, I'll take that off your plate. Is there anything else? Well, I wanted to ask, can we negotiate some sort of terms with this whole Muse of History thing? Because the way he made it sound, I'm basically going to be working 24-7 for eternity or until I get killed and someone replaces me. That sounds about right. Let me think on it. Uh, We've got time. Sorta, because I know I know these terms were put in place before any such thing as labor laws or, <laughs> you know, consideration. Yeah, true. The, the new laws—it's not something you know the Mesopotamians really thought about was labor laws, but because it, it, it's something I would I would consider. It's just that you know I need time to see my family while they're still here, to be with my friends while they're still here, etc. It's a big responsibility. I totally understand. Let me see what I can do. I'll talk with Herodotus, even though he's a jackass. If you haven't noticed, um, ancient Greek men did not have a great respect for women, so... (laughs) You don't say. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, I'll go deal with him. If there's anything else you need, give me a call. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so you guys want to head over to the place where they say the... Men in Black are? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, sure. All right, so you head over there. At this point, you've only got a couple of hours of light left. You show up there, and I think this is a good place for us to stop. Oh. So we will <laughs> stop here. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. I hope you had fun. Let's find out where all you wonderful people are. Let's start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG, or you can subscribe to the whole catalog through BattleBarts. Hi, all Jay Holtham here. You can find me on the social machines where you do the social things at Jay Holtham and all of those places. And you can find me sometime playing uh, games on Happy Jack's RPG and It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider, and you could find me chatting it up on Twitter at Saint Spider TV. That's uh, S A I N T S P I D E R T V. Thanks. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And pretty much all the other socials as Forgotten Saves. I also play role-playing games on Happy Jacks RPG. It's probably okay's Twitch channel, sometimes Utopia. Hey, I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, and my website. And I am Wes Otis. Thank you all so much for joining us. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. 
You can find the show at the number 12 and then cited stories on both Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find our website, it's just 12sidedstoriesallwrittenout.com. If you want to help out the show, just give us a shout out on social media or a review on your favorite podcast or become a Patreon or coffee member. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.